0: Hello, Knowledge Seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into The Tale of the Dueling Neurosurgeons by Sam Kean, a journey through the corridors of human cognition and the mysterious workings of our most complex organ, the brain. Sam Kean brings us face-to-face with some of the most intriguing and bizarre neurological disorders known to science. He illustrates our brain's intricacies through the lens of historical figures, whose unusual conditions have paved the way for our current understanding of neuroscience. Through vivid storytelling, Keene connects a series of unique case studies to reveal how these medical anomalies have contributed to breakthroughs in brain science. As a prominent writer and contributor to scientific publications, The New York Times and Psychology Today, Sam Keene has solidified his status as a renowned science historian with bestsellers such as The Disappearing Spoon and The Violinist's Thumb under his belt. The tale of the dueling neurosurgeons is an essential listen for psychology and neuroscience students eager to comprehend the complexities of the human mind. It also caters to curious individuals captivated by the peculiarities of medical conditions and those who strive to gain a deeper understanding of themselves. Join us as we unpack this compelling narrative that unwinds the tapestry of our consciousness and dissects the essence of our identity through the historical odyssey of neuroscience. The tale of the dueling neurosurgeons, the history of the human brain as revealed by true stories of trauma, madness, and recovery. Introduction, unveiling the brain's enigmatic powers. Imagine being handed a scalpel centuries ago with the daunting task of deciphering the brain's labyrinthine functions, minus the high-tech aids we boast of today, such as MRI machines. Back then, the cerebral landscape lay shrouded in mystery, largely inaccessible and teeming with unsolved puzzles. Today, we recline in scanners that map our mind's terrain, Transforming mental machinations into vibrant visual symphonies of data, all without a single incision. Yet, our high tech journey into the cranium's complexities is built on the brave and often bizarre explorations of history's physicians who, lacking our modern marvels, relied on the quirks and quandaries of brain damaged individuals to illuminate the healthy brain's inner workings. The narratives of these unwitting pioneers, fascinating and sometimes tragic, have not receded into the annals of history. Rather, their stories persist, resonating with the revelations they spurred. Through the trials they endured, a mosaic of understanding began to form, a tapestry of insights that informs both medicine and the collective consciousness. In this exploration, you'll not only encounter the remarkable annals of neurological voyages but will also traverse the landscape of your own enigmatic cerebrum. Imagine, for a moment, individuals who can navigate the world with sound, their ears compensating for sight, tales of deceit rooted not in malice, but in the peculiar deficiency of a simple vitamin, and cases where one's own hand becomes an alien presence, begging the question of separation. Step with me into the theatre of the brain, where every function and flaw tells a story a story of how the most intricate organ known to humanity operates and at times falters, creating phenomena as astonishing as they are educational. Part 1. Brains in Peril. A Window into the Mind's Mysteries. Long before the technological revolution afforded us a glimpse inside the mind's labyrinth, the key to unlocking the brain's secrets lay within the tragic fates of those besieged. By cerebral calamities. Early pathfinders in neurology had but one avenue to unmask the brain's functions, observing the afflicted and their altered perceptions of reality. Thus commenced an era where the oddities and idiosyncrasies of brain disorders became the silent whispers revealing the brain's clandestine operations. Consider the case of Woodrow Wilson, the 28th President of the United States. Following a debilitating stroke in 1919, Wilson found himself blind to anything left of center, a peculiar ailment that fascinated and confounded observers. It was incidents like Wilson's that underpinned a foundational understanding of neuroscience, garnered not through invasive, peering into the brain's domain, but through meticulous post-mortem studies. By dissecting the minds of the departed, Early researchers catalogued the correlations between damaged brain regions and the patient's altered behaviors. A landmark event that epitomized this line of inquiry was the fate of King Henry II of France, whose untimely death in 1559 provided unprecedented insights into the encephalon. Following a jousting accident that left the monarch with excruciating hallucinations and headaches, the end of his life marked the beginning of a new chapter in brain science. Ambroise Paré, the surgeon, along with Andreas Vesalius, the anatomist, embarked on a controversial quest to examine the late king's cranium. Their findings were revelatory. Though the skull held firm, the real tumult resided within, as the impact had incited brain swelling and tissue decay at the rear of the cavity, unlocking the secret to Henry's otherworldly visions. This morbid yet critical dissection laid the cornerstone for autopsy as an instrument of discovery. Beneath the shroud of misfortune enveloping individuals like King Henry lies a treasury of neuropsychological knowledge. It is a testament to the resilience of the human quest for understanding, where the confluence of happenstance and posthumous examinations spearheaded by astute scientists like Pare and Vesalius unearthed the cerebral blueprints that sculpt our every thought and action. Part 2. Peering into the Mind's Architecture To the unversed eye, the human brain may seem like an unremarkable, dull mass of tissue. Yet, when we peer closer, we unveil an astonishingly intricate map, a nexus of delicate yet profound systems, hierarchically arranged to sustain the very essence of life and cognition. Let's delve into this cerebral structure, layer by layer. At the foundational level lies the lower brain, an anchoring point for our vital functions. Envision it cradling the brain's base, exerting silent command over the rhythm of breath, the beats of the heart, and the cadence of sleep. It heralds the primordial beat of existence, stretching from the pinnacle of the spinal cord up to the sovereign realms of the brainstem and cerebellum. The cerebellum, with its quaint resemblance to a miniature brain, Is secured to the main structure's rear. It forms a sophisticated duo with the pons and the medulla, both adept conductors of the symphony of bodily motion. Together they harmonize our dance through life, synchronizing every leap and pirouette in the ballet of daily movements. Ascending from this base is the middle brain, ensconced within yet omnipresent, serving as the great relay station for sensory and neural dispatches. Bridging the realms of left and right, The hemispheres stand united by the corpus callosum, a fibrous thoroughfare facilitating cerebral dialogue. This core also houses the limbic system, a collective of structures interwoven with the threads of memory and the tapestry of emotions. Then there's the cortex, a mantle of convolutions cloaking the brain. It is here, amidst the ridges and grooves that complex thought unfurls, where the human capacity for planning musing and dreaming takes flight. The frontal lobes, our strategic headquarters, choreograph foresight and resolve, while the temporal lobes curate the symphony of language and the recognition of faces and melodies. At the rear, the occipital lobes serve as the mind's canvas, where light and shadow are interpreted into the miracle of sight, and upon the upper sides the parietal lobes lie in wait eager to decode the sensory messages from the eyes, ears and skin. Thus unfolds the riddle of King Henry II's vivid hallucinations. The occipital lobes, his vision's sanctum, had been ravaged. Injured and besieged, they crafted not the reality before him, but a spectre of tormenting illusions. Here, in the palisades of his bruised brain, the tale of his sufferings found their source. Part 3. The Brain's Cellular Choreography Embark on a microscopic journey into the brain and you'll find it teeming with a bustling network of cells. These are no ordinary cells. They're specialized architects known as neurons. The very conduits of sensation and action, forming a network that spans the terrain of your body, fingertips to toes. Neurons are the messengers, busily gathering data from sensory realms, and propelling commands from the brain back into the physical world. Neurons communicate in a language of electricity. Their anatomy is composed of three parts, a cell body that serves as the command center, dendrites that resemble the limbs of a tree reaching out from the cell body, and an axon, the neurons cable, transmitting signals onward. The dendrites listen intently to the whispers of the senses or the chatter from adjacent neurons. When the murmur of a dendrite becomes loud enough, breaching a decisive threshold, the neuron heeds the call, releasing an electric pulse. This is how a gentle touch on the skin converts into a zephyr of sensation, coursing through nerve endings to neurons, hurtled along by a generated impulse, traversing the axon, and leaping across synapses to relay the feeling. Now picture this cascade of signals branching out to touch others through a complex web a relay race of information, until the baton of your brain's command prompts your hand's graceful motion. Overseeing this neuronal dance are the unsung heroes, glial cells. These glue cells, though simpler in structure than their neuron kin, are their sustenance and sentinels. Glial cells nourish and anchor the ever-active neurons, preserving the vast and vital network Consider the tragic case of Charles Guiteau, whose mind unravelled under a brain infection born from syphilis. His glial cells, besieged by the disease, perished steadily, leaving neurons and blood vessels bereft of vital support. Without the nourishment and structural constancy provided by glial cells, Guiteau's sanity slipped into the abyss driving him to the infamous act of shooting President James Garfield in 1881. In the decline of Guiteau's glial cells lay the keys to his ill-fated descent, a potent reminder of the delicate balance maintaining the sanity within our skulls. Part 4. Neurons. The brain's eloquent messengers. Picture the brain as an exquisite concert hall, Where neurons are the virtuoso musicians translating worldly vibes into the symphonies of our sensory experiences. Tastes that tantalize the tongue, scenes that splendor the eyes, aromas that arouse the nostrils. All these stimuli are transformed into the body's proprietary currency, the electric pulse. Yet in this biological orchestra, neurons do not clasp one another's hands. Instead, they whisper across chasms known as synapses fortuitous gaps in the cerebral fabric. Upon reaching the end of an axon, the signal, now at a critical juncture, ushers forth a cascade of neurotransmitters. Like nimble couriers, these chemicals vault across the synaptic divide to the dendrites awaiting on the other side, inciting a transformation within. Each neurotransmitter holds sway over the neuron's destiny. Some are zealous, egging the neuron to pass the baton. Others are guardians, gatekeepers that staunch the flow. Within the expanse of the human mind reside a staggering 100 billion neurons, interconnected by a labyrinthine network boasting a quadrillion synapses. From birth, the scaffolding of this network stands ready, yet its true magic lies in its malleability. As life unfolds, this neuronal tapestry is ever-adapting. Synapses may wane or wax in strength, dissolve into obsolescence, or emerge anew, influenced by the ceaseless current of experiences and learning. This neuroplasticity allows the brain to compensate for lost faculties by fortifying the remaining pathways. Take the extraordinary example of individuals robbed of their vision, who, armed with nothing but a cane's tap or a tongue's click, conjure echoes that sketch the contours of their world, an auditory canvas. For such individuals who navigate by echolocation, their visual cortices come ablaze, not with light, but with sound. Through the alchemy of neural rewiring, the auditory signals take up residence in regions formerly dedicated to sight and spatial understanding, bestowing upon them an uncanny echoic sight. In this, the brain reveals its true prowess, its ceaseless quest to adapt, repurpose, and thrive. Part 5. The Brain's Precise Cartography of Function Consider for a moment not being able to recognize familiar faces, not because of diminishing sight, but due to an invisible barrier erected within your brain. For some, this is an everyday reality known as face blindness. Herein lies the evidence of the brain's meticulous organization. The fusiform face area, FFA, nestled in the occipital lobe's visual cortex, is solely devoted to the differentiation of faces. When the FFA falters, the world becomes a masquerade with indistinguishable masks. The specialization doesn't end there. The neurons in our brain operate within rigorously defined domains. Take the Where-stream, a neural pathway adept in charting object placement and motion, connecting dots to facilitate expert hand-eye coordination, a necessity for tasks as complex as etching a portrait or as delicate as securing a safety pin. Contrasting the where-stream is the what-stream, bridging the visual cortex and the temporal lobes. This pathway brings the world into focus, distinguishing objects with surgical precision. Neurons within it are fastidious, triggered only by predetermined shapes and angles, painting a neuronal pattern that breathes meaning into everyday items, transforming abstract visuals into the recognizable, be it a ripe apple or your mother's familiar car. Every inch of your body finds representation in the cerebral realm of the somatosensory cortex. Here, the brain keeps a thorough record, a ledger that initiates motion and perceives sensations whether a brush against the skin or the pressure against your soles as you tread the earth. Individual plots of neurons are reserved for each distinct body part, from the curvature of your legs to the intricate muscles of your tongue. This detailed map explains the phenomena experienced by amputees, the ghostly sensations in lost limbs. Such phantom limbs linger on as neural echoes in the somatosensory cortex, tangible memories in a landscape where the tangible no longer exists. Part 6. The choreography of emotion and reason in the brain. Unexpected tears that well up before you can pinpoint your sorrow. Have you ever found yourself in such a spontaneous emotional downpour? It's a curious phenomenon where our brains stir feelings into existence before our rational minds can catch up, rendering judgments on experiences, welcoming or warning, vital or dismissible. The maestro of our emotional universe is the limbic system. A conglomerate of interconnected structures that nestle deep within the brain's folds. Like a grand council, components such as the thalamus, hippocampus, and amygdala convene to breathe life into our emotions and memories. At its core lies the thalamus, the vigilant sentinel categorizing the sensory inputs, discerning sounds and sights. Then there's the hippocampus, the brain's archivist, diligently curating both fleeting and lasting memories. Meanwhile, The amygdala steers the ship of focus, etches the boundaries of fear and aggression, and whispers the primal urges of sustenance and desire. Beyond the limbic system, yet intimately connected, are the frontal lobes, the brain's seasoned strategists. Here we weigh options, plot courses, and sculpt our future actions. It is the harmonious dialogue between our emotive limbic system and judicious frontal lobes that culminate in wise and balanced decisions. Elliot, a patient who grappled with a tumour that cleaved this vital connection, personifies the significance of this neural interplay. Despite retaining his intellectual acumen, emotional depth, and the archive of his memories, Elliot found himself at a stumbling block of indecision. The once trivial acts of selecting his meals or attire became Herculean tasks, As his rationality could no longer waltz with his limbic system. This invisible ballet not only influences decisions, but ingrains within us the tapestry of ethics and common sense. The profound transformation of Phineas Gage, a once grounded laborer turned capricious gambler, attests to this. Upon enduring a gruesome incident where an iron rod coursed through his skull, altering his brain's architecture, Gage's very identity shifted. His conduct, once disciplined, now untethered, suggested a catastrophic rift within his thalamus and prefrontal lobes, stoking a fundamental change in character. Through the tales of Eliot and Gage, we are reminded of the delicate equilibrium within our cranial confines, where the weaving of sentiment with sound judgment forms the very fabric of our humanity. Part seven, the hormonal symphony of the brain. Envision the brain, not just as a complex network of electrical signals, but as the maestro of a vast hormonal symphony with each biochemical note resonating through the body's chambers. Beyond the rapid-fire neurotransmitters lies the more deliberate, expansive realm of hormones. These biochemical emissaries may lack the speed of their neural counterparts, yet their influence sweeps broadly through the bloodstream, whispering secrets to cells across the body's diverse tissues. Crafted by the brain and body's endocrine glands, hormones such as those released from the thalamus, pituitary gland, or amygdala are master regulators. They guide bodily rhythms and sculpt our conduct in the unseen dance of life. Consider the vital hormone somatropin, birthed from the pituitary gland's depths. This growth hormone embarks on a systemic journey through the bloodstream where it courts organs with a singular purpose. To ignite the fire of cellular production, growth, and rejuvenation, the imbalance of somatropin carries potent consequences, from the stunted growth witnessed in forms of dwarfism to the towering stature characteristic of gigantism, each condition testament to the pituitary gland's precarious influence. Delving deeper into the limbic system, hormones pulsing from the amygdala choreograph the ballet of adrenaline, aggression, and trepidation. Patients stricken with Klüver-Bucy syndrome, their amygdalas and temporal lobes marred by injury, exemplify the profound sway of hormonal disarray. Struggling with memory dissolution, muted fear, and boundless libidinal urges, these individuals demonstrate an often uncontrollable inclination to taste the world with their tongues. Meanwhile, within the thalamus pulses the essence of our inhibitions. Lesions within this region can burst forth in spontaneous laughter or tears, unbidden and untimely. Astonishingly, even the narrative of one's sexual identity can be rewritten with thalamic damage. Patients have reported dramatic shifts in sexual orientation and inclinations, underscoring the power wielded by these hormonal dispatches. Together, these instances paint a portrait of the brain as a conductor of both electric impulses and hormonal missives each vital to the harmonious coexistence of our innermost systems. Part 8. The Brain's Vulnerability, Complex Yet Fragile Our brains, those stewards of thought and movement, embody a paradox, unrivaled complexity and a vulnerability akin to the finest porcelain. Just a minuscule alteration within its labyrinth, a minuscule miss in the symphony of synapses, can send ripples cascading through the mind's seas, culminating in bewildering phenomena that remind us of our fragility. Consider the strange realm of sleep paralysis, an experience that, although transient and common among the spiral of sleep disorders, testifies to the intricate balancing act performed by our brains each night. As we venture into sleep's embrace, many muscles receive a signal to succumb to a tranquil stillness, preventing the physical enactment of dreams. With the dawn, this paralysis lifts, seamlessly, it's supposed to. Yet, sometimes the brainstem, the timekeeper of sleep, missteps. The result, one regains wakeful consciousness, but the body remains ensnared in an invisible vice, unresponsive and immobile for moments that can seem an eternity. On another front, epilepsy unfolds its tempest of dysfunction with seizures, sudden temblers that commandeer the body, spurred on by rogue neurons that convulse and short-circuit the brain's delicate electrical network. Epilepsy wears many masks, its seizures sculpted by the specific malfunctions and triggers nestled within the brain's geography. Triggers as innocuous as a fragrance or a puzzle cube can prompt this cerebral insurgency. While some brain conditions trace their lineage to genetic roots, others arise from nutritional deficiencies. Take vitamin B1, a humble yet vital nutrient whose absence can unleash Korsakoff's syndrome. B1 is a cornerstone in glucose metabolism, a task central to the brain's construction of neuron-nurturing myelin sheaths and the synthesis of pivotal neurotransmitters. When alcoholism impedes B1 absorption, a spectrum of symptoms may follow, cardiac distress, emaciation, memory lapses, and an unsettling propensity for fiction parading as truth. Here, in these strange and sometimes harrowing conditions, we glimpse the resilience and the fragility of the human brain, a testament to both its sophistication and its susceptibility to disorder and decay. Part 9. The Hippocampus, Keeper of the Brain's Memories. Pause for a moment and cast your mind back, perhaps to the youthful echo of that first school bell, the rhythmic dance of lacing up a shoe, or the names of long-past leaders. Now consider the fleeting word that only moments ago populated your thoughts. This grand tapestry of remembered fragments, this vast repository of memory, is primarily governed by a small yet mighty structure within the brain, the hippocampus. Resembling a seahorse in form, the hippocampus lies nestled at the cerebral core, a hub where the tendrils of memory intertwine. It is the custodian of the transient, our short-term memories, capturing the ephemeral whispers of now, from the casual glance to the delicate articulation of the last phrase you've heard. Within its realm, neurons volley information, briefly cradling each detail before it is washed away by the continuous surge of the new. While adept at the art of the impermanent, the hippocampus also serves as the forge where long-term memories are shaped. Within its walls, neurons labor to fortify connections, meshing facts and events into a more enduring form. These memories gain permanence through the crucible of emotion or the furnace of repetition, eventually finding their way to the cortex where they are enshrined for future retrieval. Memory, however, is a multifaceted phenomenon. It embraces various forms that chart different cognitive waters. Semantic memory is the vault of our declarative knowledge, the facts and trivia, such as the identity of the 13th president or the nuances of yesterday's meal. We venture next into the realm of procedural knowledge, the intrinsic knowledge for movements and tasks woven into our muscle memory. This province includes the neurons of the cerebellum and striatum, which conduct the orchestra of automated skills like cycling or fastening buttons, efforts that can be summoned without conscious pondering. Lastly, there's episodic memory, the chronicle of our personal narratives, inherently entwined with the emotional landscapes of the limbic system. These memories are the repository of our joys and sorrows, the vivid panoramas of our life's journey. Together, these components of memory, orchestrated by the hippocampus, form the delicate mosaic of our past, etched within the very fabric of our brains. Part 10. The Collaborative Genius of Our Brain's Hemispheres. The mythos of the left-brained logician and the right-brained artist pervades pop culture, casting the cerebral hemispheres as distinct personalities. While the notion of one being entirely ruled by a single hemisphere is unfounded, there is a kernel of truth. Each hemisphere does indeed sway more prominently toward a set of specialized tasks. The left hemisphere, typically holding the reins of dominance, is predisposed to language, systematic reasoning, and theoretical problem-solving. It is the grand conductor of the right side, weaving a narrative that rationalizes sensory information. Within this hemisphere resides Broca's area, perched at the frontal core. It is the forge where the raw ore of thought is hammered into the structured alloy of speech. Those who grapple with damage to Broca's area find themselves in a labyrinth of aphasia, where understanding remains intact, but expression is ensnared. A stone's throw away, at the back, lies Wernicke's area, equally invested in the commerce of language. Victims of Wernicke aphasia find themselves adrift, with sounds abounding but meaning lost, articulating naught but a stream of linguistic chaos. Complementing its partner, the right hemisphere curates the sensory experience, shaping perceptions of space, choreographing movement, and decoding faces. This hemisphere often dances in step with the emotions orchestrated by the limbic system. Consider the peculiar state of Capgras syndrome. Here, a fault line disrupts the connection between the fusiform face area and the limbic system. Faces are recognized, yes, but the vital spark of familiarity, of emotional resonance, is extinguished. Thus ensues the delusion of loved ones supplanted by doppelgangers. Connecting these cerebral continents is the corpus callosum a bridge woven from a tapestry of fibers that broker a ceaseless exchange of information. Such connectivity is essential, for the right brain commands the left body, and the left brain, the right. This reciprocal relationship undergirds not only our dexterity and orientation, but our advanced cognitive capabilities as well. The brain, in its unified duality, showcases how the harmonious collaboration between specialized regions and hemispheres gives rise to the richness of human ability, assuring that logic and creativity, analysis and intuition, are all part of a singular, magnificent whole. Part 11. The Enigma of Consciousness. A Tale of Mind and Matter. Long gone are the days when ancient wisdom placed the essence of consciousness within the heart, revered and preserved through the timeless rituals of mummification. While the brain was cast aside as mere awful. Millennia of inquiry have since corrected this view, elevating the brain as the throne of awareness. Yet, the precise mechanisms by which consciousness unfurls within its neural realm remain one of science's greatest riddles. Our sense of self, that inner narrative that tells us we are unmistakably us, is an intricate patchwork quilted from the fabric of memory, emotion, and volition each thread is crucial snag one and the tapestry of identity may distort take for instance the curious phenomenon of alien limb syndrome when the corpus callosum the cerebral bridge suffers a breach limbs may rebel against their own they become strangers for the flow of conversation between them and the brain's commanding hemispheres has faltered then there's the haunting world of cotard syndrome wherein afflicted individuals roam like shades among the living, their minds steadfast in the belief of their own demise. Mirrors reflect their visage, yet they perceive a void where their glow once pulsed. But consciousness proves to be a resilient force. Amnesia may ravage the archives of memory, leaving behind a void where past experiences once resided. Despite this, Amnesiacs often retain the core of their personalities, their individual essence remaining a steadfast beacon amidst the fog of forgetfulness. Thus, the brain reveals itself as both a fragile ecosystem and a malleable wonder capable of profound adaptation. As we delve deeper into neuroscience's labyrinth, each discovery adds a piece to the puzzle, and with every affliction examined, we edge closer to grasping the full scope of our neural complexity. The quest to unravel the mind's intricacies continues, embracing the knowledge handed down through the annals of scientific exploration and looking ahead to the unseen horizons of understanding. Final summary. The odyssey into the realm of neuroscience, a journey where the brain seeks to decode its own enigmatic nature, is an endeavor at once nascent and rich with discovery, through the windows provided by head injuries, mental health conditions, and neurological diseases. We've gleaned invaluable insights into this most complex of organs. Each case of affliction, each aberration in function, has laid bare a layer of understanding about the intricate structures and myriad processes that underpin our every thought and action. The brain stands as a testament to fragility juxtaposed with remarkable resilience, often exhibiting a breathtaking capacity for adaptation in the face of adversity. From mapping its specialized regions to delving into the depths of consciousness, we've come to recognize the brain as an organ of profound sophistication, cloaked in mysteries that we are only just beginning to unravel. With diligence and curiosity as our guides, we continue the quest for knowledge within the neural landscape, ever eager to unfold the countless wonders and complexities of the brain. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together,